Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Have you ever had a martyr moment? That's what I call when you experience this trigger in your circumstances that make you go into this internal space. It's hard to describe, but I think the best way I can explain it is by sharing the thoughts that might be swirling around your head. Thoughts like, people are the worst, and nobody ever seems to care about me. Nothing ever seems to work out for me, and everyone's against me. We've all had martyr moments, me included. Today, I'm going to talk about how we fall into martyrdom and what we can do to make those moments stay as moments instead of them becoming full-on mindsets. Welcome to About Progress. I'm Monica Packer, a regular mom and recovering perfectionist who uncovered the truest model to dramatic but lasting personal growth. It's progress made practical. Join us to leave the extremes behind and instead learn how to do something to grow in ways that stick. If you love this podcast, then you'll love my foundational course on identity called Finding Me. When you know better who you are and what matters to you, those martyr moments will just stay as occasional moments instead of becoming sticky mindsets. You can find the course at aboutprogress.com slash finding me.
When I think back on my own list of martyr moments, honestly, that list is quite long. (laughs) It's long. But there's one example that really is rising to the top right now. Back when we had our oldest kids only were our kids. So we had two little kids and one of them screamed almost all day. And the other child liked to make her scream all day. (laughs) And on top of that, Brad was working around the clock. We almost never saw him. Monday through Saturday and half of Sunday, he was at work. And this stretch of a busy season, if you have an accountant in your life, typically goes on for four or five months of the year. And we were smack dab in the middle of this busy season. And yes, while things were very chaotic, we'd still try to make it so on Saturday mornings I could go out for a little run by myself because normally I push two kids in a giant stroller running miles and miles on my own every day because that's the only time and way I could do it. I needed that alone time. It gave me the only time I had throughout a week to myself, which I've learned over time is very important for my mental well-being. So Saturday morning comes, and in my head, I know I get to go on a run, and Brad and I are preparing breakfast for the kids and then getting them ready. And as we're doing this, I notice that he's looking at his watch and packing his backpack, and it looks like he's just about to slip out the door to go ride his bike to go to work. And I pipe up and say, you know, I I thought I was going to go for a run right now. And we kind of have one of those moments where you're both looking at each other, but you both had totally different expectations of what was just about to happen. And you're both right and you're both wrong at the same time. But in that moment, all I could see was someone who was insisting on being at work at an arbitrary time. All I could see was someone who, while a wonderful dad and father, was never around and did not understand the toll physically, mentally, spiritually that I was, that I had been through and the burdens I was carrying. I just saw someone who didn't care about me having my own time. And in a matter of 30 seconds, we quickly negotiate me being able to just go out for a very short run. And as I'm leaving the house in a huff and a puff, I scream, I never get time to myself and slam the door. That's the moment I can think of when I think about an example of martyr moments. And I'm sure some come to your mind too. So going into our discussion on this, how about you think of one of those? Maybe it happened yesterday for you. If so, great. Embrace it. Let's learn from it together. Maybe it's one from a few years ago. Either way, bring that to mind so that you can have this moment of yours to better learn from and to figure out what was really going on there. I want to start this by saying that martyr moments are totally normal and it's part of being human. I've learned it's okay to let those rush of hard emotions come in and to process them better in the moment. The grief, the anger, the sadness, the frustration that you might need to process. And honestly, learn from me and my own personal experience of years of outrunning, sometimes literally, hard emotions, that the more you push them away, the more martyr moments will sneak up for you. So yes, while it's so normal to have martyr moments, What we don't want them to become are seasons of martyrdom and then whole mindsets of martyrdom. So martyr mindsets, where it's almost just a part of your makeup, the way you think and navigate the world. I'm going to tell you why this is a topic that is front of mind for me right now. 
as I've been thinking a lot the last few months about this community, I know that I want this community to be made up of women who are ready to leave martyrdom behind. From how they show up in their families and work, to how they view their own capacity to change where and how they want to. I want women who are ready to work through these martyr moments and leave them behind. What I'm going to do now is teach you some of the reasons I personally see behind martyrdom's sneaky ways of creeping into our lives and what you can do to make these martyr moments less common and less controlling. The first reason I see martyrdom really coming in is when we feel stuck. Think about your martyr moments and how in those moments you felt like the decisions were made for you and in what ways you didn't feel like you had a say in how they were playing out or handed to you. Back to my slam the door moment, I felt super stuck. And yes, I kind of felt captive in my own home just because of the sheer amount of hours I had to be there, but I more felt stuck in my bigger picture of my life. Because of Brad's huge work responsibilities at the time, that meant that my own responsibilities at home were completely on my shoulders. And even if I wanted this family and these responsibilities, I felt like it was just expected of me rather than something I had been able to choose myself. And that led to resentment that really surprised me. It led to martyrdom. Here is our solution to feeling stuck. It's to show up. If martyrs typically get into this mindset of not getting to choose for themselves, the way we can get past these martyr moments is to become choosers. When we feel stuck, it's imperative that we take back our agency, our ability to choose for ourselves. The sad thing about life is that we can't control other people. I mean, sometimes, but very rarely. And when we do, there's usually some dire consequences to that, right? Like harmed relationships for one. But most of the time we can't control other people. And oftentimes we also cannot control our circumstances. But there are still things that we can control with our choices. And I'm going to share more about that in a moment. And there are ways we can create choices, even within our tricky relationships and circumstances. I have a term for you now that I want you to memorize and reference and refer back to and use in your life. It's repotentialize. Repotentialize. This is where you insert more possibility into your life and your choices. If you only see one door coming in and out of a room and you're stuck in that room and you feel like there's, that's the only choice, it's the only way in, it's the only way out. When you repotentialize, instead you're looking for a window, a trap door, or a fire pole. I don't know. There's other ways in or out. Now, repotentialize is a term that I was introduced to in my optimized coaching program. And this is where you just zoom out and you look at your situation with objective eyes and you ask yourself, do I really not have any choices or are they just hard to see? Let's go back to my example of slamming the door. If I were to repotentialize that, then I would have seen that I actually had more choices than I thought I did. 
I couldn't change the fact that Brad was working a ton. I couldn't change I lived far from family. I couldn't change I didn't have enough money to hire on some help. But I could still see if I had given myself the opportunity, which in time I ended up being able to do, fortunately. But I, I could have seen that, yes, I could ask for help from a neighbor. I could teach my kids how to do some more chores around the house. Or I could just ex- accept a messier home for this season and instead create more time for myself. I might not have been able to choose my situation, but I still could create choices that would help me feel more whole so I could better meet my situation. So what about you? In what ways do you feel stuck? And how can you still show up better for yourself by repotentializing your situation and creating choices for yourself? How can you show up for yourself through choices? The next big reason behind our martyr moments is that in those moments as martyrs, we tend to feel very dependent on how others' actions are controlling our lives and we feel very unsupported. We all have expectations of the people that we have in our lives, from the person delivering mail to the person who is like your life partner. And humans are humans and expectations are often not met. And if we are very dependent on how others' actions are shaping our lives, those unmet expectations will lead to us feeling unsupported because we're waiting for other people to help us. When I slammed the door, it was because of this in many ways. I felt like I was completely on my own. And because all of our family's weight was on my shoulders, I didn't see a way to have time for myself. I did not have great supportive habits going on. I was going to bed at very late hours. I was struggling to to feed myself consistently and many, many other examples like that, even just taking time for myself. Just as we learned that repotentializing and creating choices to show up for ourselves is the antidote to feeling stuck. When we are feeling unsupported, the antidote is to support ourselves. We can't control our people. We can't control our circumstances very often. So instead, we control the controllables. We step up to support ourselves in ways we need. And for me, this goes back to habits. And when I think about habits, I'm thinking about supportive habits, starting with the basics of how's your sleeping? How is uh, it going moving your body? How is it going with having a little bit of time for yourself to rest and relax? When others can't support you the way you need it, control what you can control and step up to better support yourself. Step up and support yourself. Here's one way I would encourage you to start. Just create the supportive habit of putting your phone down earlier at night, even five, 10 minutes earlier at a time. It really will help you. I've got one more pointer for you, but first let's take a break to hear a word from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, the two pointers we've shared so far to combat those martyr moments are to one, step up through creating choices and to show up by creating supportive habits. The final pointer is to speak up. I want to frame this first by explaining how we can fall into its opposite. So the opposite to me is silence. Okay. Martyrs tend to wallow in their anger and sadness to feel that resentment oozing out of them. Maybe their actions show it constantly by slamming doors and acting disgruntled and all that. But martyrs mumble. They don't speak up. And if they happen to, it's in a flight of resentment and anger. It's like me screaming before I slam the door. This is because martyrs tend to feel silenced. And I know because I have realized through a recent breakthrough I've had on my own, that a lot of my own internal suffering that I've had since I was a little kid goes back to this feeling like I'm being silenced. That was the same in my slam the door moment. I felt like I didn't have a voice or if if I spoke up, that it would be selfish of me to share, I need time to myself. Instead, I felt silenced. And because of that, when that anger and resentment came out, it came out as a scream instead of me speaking up for myself. You know, oftentimes as women, we feel like we're not allowed to share the hard and share our opinions and to use our voices in ways that might make people a little uncomfortable or might make things less easy for them. We're not even talking about like politics here. We're just saying like, I need more help around the house. We're afraid of saying those things because it makes people uncomfortable. We're asking them to do things that are not so fun or easy for them either. And this is happening even in the best of homes, even in the best of marriages and partnerships and wonderful families and friendships and working relationships. One of these weird comparisons I have is the British royal family, which I am a big Anglophile, so just bear with me for a moment. But the British royal family has the saying, don't complain, never explain. They silence themselves to keep the peace. And if you've been around the world any time the past two years, then you know that that's not working out so well for their family right now. That silence has created suffering and resentment, which has created a lot of discord in the royal family. Okay, so when we, through other people's actions or their words or their expectations of us, when we get this message to sit down and to shut up, it leads to suffering and it leads to martyrdom. So think about how your lack of a say or your your choice to be silenced to keep this peace or the message to be silenced, how that is contributing to you feeling resentful or angry or sad or stuck and unsupported. It goes back to the other two too. So to move on from a martyr moment where we feel like we're being silenced, you need to speak up. You need to use your voice. We just went to Sister Act a couple weeks ago, and I've got that in my mind. She she sings, raise your voice. And that's what I want you to do. 
Raise your voice and speak up. Ask for help. Share more of what you want and what you need. Speak up and tell a friend that you're having a hard time. Speak up and ask someone for something you need. Speak up and say what you think and what you believe. Now, a lot of us resist this because we think, I'm not a loud and blunt person. I don't like attention. I don't have strong opinions. That's okay. You don't have to carry a megaphone to speak up. You don't have to take on a whole new personality to be heard. You can still be you and you can still speak up. So how can you do that for yourself? What ways do you typically feel like those martyr moments come up where you feel silenced in one way or another? And through speaking up, how can you better step up and show up for yourself? They're all connected. Listen, you will have martyr moments. It's okay to be human. You can't snap your fingers and make all your hardships go away. You can't even snap your fingers and make these martyr moments disappear the second you recognize them. But what you can do is choose who you want to be as you face your hardships, as you face these martyr moments, and what you're going to do to better move through them instead of luxuriating in them and getting stuck in them. I have a challenge for you, and this is the challenge. I'm really excited for it. We are going to do this, I think, most episodes from now on. It's going to be called the Do Something Challenge, and this came directly from you and your ideas. So here's your challenge from this, from this episode. When you face a martyr moment, I want you to take a deep breath and say this to yourself. I can show up, step up, and speak up in the ways I want and need to right now. And then just take one little step to do that. And I'm going to say the next messy step to do that. Let's paint this challenge into a scenario for you. Okay, two scenarios where you possibly feel that martyr moment creeping up. The first one, let's say that all the ladies in your neighborhood go out to a fabulous dinner and they have a blast and you were not invited. And you know you weren't invited because they posted pictures all about their great time on the internet and you never received an invite. And you're feeling that sadness of nobody cares about me and I never get the, t- the night off or where are my friends? I have no friends. So in that martyr moment, take the deep breath and say, I can show up, step up and speak up in the ways I need and want to. That's where you zoom out and you see it from objective eyes. What's really going on here? You ask yourself, why does this hurt? It hurts because I want what? What do you want? I need, what do you need? And then you think about what is one messy way I can give that to myself right now? Maybe I'm realizing I need a friend. So what I can do is choose to speak up and invite someone on a play date with me or out to lunch myself. And maybe we just won't have the class to post about it on Instagram. Or maybe I see that I just need more time to myself. So I'm going to show up a little bit better for myself and come up with a way for me to create a break for myself. Take the deep breath and give yourself back that ability to choose for yourself. The last scenario I'd give you is just if you're in a major season of overwhelm. You have all the to-dos coming at you and they're 
all on your plate. No one else seems to be able to help you right now and you feel burdened by all that needs to be done. Take that deep breath. I can show up, step up, or speak up for myself in the ways I want and need right now. And ask yourself, what do I need? Maybe you actually need help. So speak up and tell your boss or a family member. Maybe you need sleep. So you decide to step up for yourself and get some more sleep. And part of that means you have to deprioritize and take things off of your list. Those are those two scenarios for you. And as you're contemplating them, maybe you're thinking about just priorities in general and just like, oh my goodness, I'm terrible at prioritizing myself. If that's you, I've got an amazing challenge coming your way. It's called the I am on the list challenge. We last did it informally in January of last year, and I'm going to make it formal. It's going to be five days of fun and prizes and teaching and this community level of us coming together and women learning how to prioritize themselves and put themselves on the list in small and doable ways. To join that challenge, go to aboutprogress.com slash I am on the list. And that's aboutprogress.com slash I am on the list. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. I'm going to quickly review what we learned today. And as always, if you like to see this review and a beautiful graphic every single week, those on my Go Get Our newsletter get that. So here are the progress pointers that we reviewed. Number one, we all have martyr moments. We just don't want them to become martyr mindsets. Two, martyrdom arises when we are stuck, under-supported, and are being silenced. And three, we can beat martyrdom by showing up, stepping up and speaking up for ourselves. And your do something challenge for this week is that when you see a martyr moment creep in to take that deep breath and say, I can show up, step up and speak up in the ways I need and want right now. And then take that next messy step. Now about that do something challenge, if you do it, I want to hear about it. So share about it on social media and use the tag do something challenge. That's a hashtag. And when you do that, you can be featured on the show as a progressor spotlight that we're going to start doing more often. So again, do something challenge hashtag when you do the challenge that you hear on the show. Did you notice some big changes to the podcast? Well, our changes go beyond just a new introduction and music bridges and a new tagline. During my two month break from the show, I did a little breaking of the podcast And now we're in the remaking process. And the biggest and most important part of this remaking was digging in deeply to your feedback on the show. And I have made shifts to better match what you wanted and needed in the show. That means shorter episodes, more practical application, this new do something challenge. We're not going to do themes anymore, actually, and more. I want you to know that this has always been a community, not a fan club. I have said that since day one. And one of the exciting shifts we're going to have is featuring more and more of your voices on the show and hopefully in every episode. So to start, I have a huge favor of you. I would love for you to use your voice, raise your voice, and submit a specific progress-related question that you have for me so that I can answer them directly on the show. 
To do that, it will take you less than five minutes altogether. Go to aboutprogress.com slash Colin, that's C-A-L-L-I-N, and you just leave me a quick voice message and tell me a scenario that you're facing and ask your question that I can help you with. You're going to notice more changes as we move forward in the show, and I cannot wait to hear what you think. Just two quick reminders. Don't forget to call in, and don't forget to get on the I Am On The List challenge at aboutprogress.com slash I Am On The List. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Now, go and do something with what you learned today. I might not have... I can't talk. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.